Okay, guys, welcome to the uh, Rapid Reaction Podcast. Uh, I am Kyle. I am Nick. And I'm Anthony. Let's go. Let's do this. Fuck. Let's do this. Fuck. 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 Fuckity fuck. 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 <laughs> fuck. Come on. Like, what happened? We had like 80 chances to win that game we and had nothing. So many chances. And nothing. They set a record for penalty point or for penalty yards, yeah. and we mm-hmm. still lost. Whew. Let's bring it in. <laughs> like, Let's bring it in. Like, I don't. You know, we talk about week to week uh, about the team progressing or, you know, removing itself back a little bit. But the Oakland Raiders played, mm, honestly, one of the worst games I've ever seen an opponent play the box. And we still managed. Kyle, Kyle, you didn't start the Mixler. You didn't start it. Oh, I did not. Oh, apologies. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Sorry, sorry about that, Great Walsh. <laughs> um, that's depressing. Fuck you. Um, yeah, uh, Nick, Nick, fin- finish your finish your thought. No, I was just the the Raiders as a whole. The, that game was, I mean, that was a, like a Bucks game. You know how we get in our way, and then it started getting to the point where it was laughable. Like I, I, it, it was. So anybody watches has watched a game with me knows I like to call penalties. I like to say penalty on blah. Well, by the end of the game, I, I was just saying him every other um, play because it was what Oakland deemed necessary. Yeah. I was kind of like after every play, I was kind of like, all right, what, what did Oakland do after this one? <laughs> like, it was like, what happened after that one? It's yeah. It, it boiled down to, I just, I can't even begin to like wrap my head around the fact that a team had over 200 yards of penalties on 23 and we just, we couldn't take advantage. That's how fucking bad we are. Well, that you, we couldn't beat a team that had 23 penalties. We couldn't, you know, you know what the glaring thing to me is, is, is this is, uh, I think more than any side of the ball, this is on our offense because we had so many opportunities in this game to take advantage of those penalty yards of those turn. Well, not, not so much turnovers, but there was one turnover that we took advantage of. Uh, but the penalty yards and, and, and just like the, the, the field position that we were granted in overtime and like, we couldn't take advantage of that. Like this is this, this Seriously, more than run six plays. More than anything else on our offense, just, it's, we're in center. That sucks. Derek Carr had 500 yards, and he had to do that while his team had 200 penalty yards. Yeah, well, he he had 500 <laughs> yards, but like true or false, like we like I I feel like still the defense set us up or, or, or put us in a position to win the game on more times than than just one. I mean, we we had plenty of times to to either tie this game up or go ahead. That our offense was just like. <laughs> Like just did nothing, just did not, did nothing, and inept is the word that kept popping into my head. We we looked physically inept at the game of football at some point in times on offense. We did. I, I'm just I, we, let's let's start with the offense. Uh, Winston, Bad. what the fuck, man? Bad. What are you doing? How many like? And I know the coaching is being conservative, and you know why? Because they don't fucking trust him. They don't trust them. No. Look at the way they're calling. They don't. Late it's it's clear. Yeah, I got it. They don't I, trust them. I got it. I don't trust them either. I got into it. You. I got into it pretty hardcore with two fans right before the halftime or right before the half. 
about the play calling going into the half, you know, going into halftime and like, okay, why didn't, why weren't we more aggressive going down the field? But it's like, look how Winston's playing right now. Look at the last two drives. Look at the guy who's kicking the football. Uh, There's a minute left on the clock. We have three timeouts. Sure. Fine. That's, 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 that's great. But uh, if if the last two drives are indicative of anything, it's that we should just fucking go in there and and run the clock out and go into halftime with the lead. That's that's it. Like I'm like I'm sick of this shit where it's like oh we're not being aggressive enough. Like bullshit, man. We have he has nobody to throw to. Uh, we have nobody to kick the ball if we get into position. And 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 even. You know, even if he, even if he had somebody to throw to, like they can't, like there's, uh, he's got no weapons. Like there's no weapons around him. And even if he had weapons, I mean, Russell Shepard, Russell Shepard stepped up and made a a big play early in the game. But you saw later on in the game that they kind of figured out how to remove him from the threat. And all they did was we had to rely on Mike Evans and. You know, Anthony, you touched on it earlier. You don't trust Winston. I, I don't blame you. He overthrew Winston on three deep balls. I mean, at least two of those were going to be touchdowns. His deep ball is terrible. Yeah. His deep ball is fucking terrible. And if you're going to be an elite quarterback in this goddamn league, like everybody says he can be all the fucking time on Twitter and everywhere, you got to be able to hit the deep ball. And he, and he he's, he's extremely inconsistent. There's no excuse extremely. for that. No excuse extremely. for that. How many times this year has Mike Evans been open for a touchdown and he's overthrown Too him? many. Way too many. And, and, How many times? And, and that's your only fucking weapon, and you can't hit him. If he hits half of those, we're not having this conversation. It's it, no. We're having yep. the happy reaction podcast where the Bucks won by two touchdowns. But no. Yeah, that, that, you that's, know, that's, I'm not seeing it, man. I'm not fucking seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm tired of playing this waiting game with this. Everybody talks about how great this guy can be and all that shit. I'm not seeing it. Until I see it, I'm not just going to assume it's going to happen out of fucking nowhere. Well, I'm, you know. All right, well. Yeah, there's a lot to cover here. This is great. Um, yeah. I don't think it was just on the Bucks offense. Well, hold on, no, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I don't wait, think wait. it was just on Winston. Wait, no, it wasn't. I want to talk about Winston, though. I do want to talk about Winston. I want to. I want to talk about Winston. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And this may seem like I'm about to pile on with Anthony, but I'm gonna I'm gonna add a caveat at the end. So just just let me let me let me say that before I start this. But like. There has not been a single time this season, a single time where it's the crunch time, it's the fourth quarter, and he's come through for us. There has not been a single time. When the ball is in his hands, this season he has failed. He has failed to do what he was drafted to do. He has failed. That said, I mean, I see enough in him that I'm still willing to give him a chance, you know, Um I do. It's just very discouraging that at this point, this is still happening. Like you would think he'd at least have one moment in this entire season. I agree with you. I'm still willing to give him a chance. I'm not giving up on the guy, but for fuck's sake, can we like slow down the hype train a little bit until he starts showing it more consistently? Yeah. We need to stop buying Right now it's just, it's just the Josh Freeman syndrome of a few good games and some flash throws and then nothing. Nothing. It's it like you know anybody you know any quarterback can go out there and look good against the 49ers, but this was the big test game. The the, the Raiders have a winning uh, record, and he had his chances, and he missed on them. He missed on them for he sure. Did, yeah, it's about to say, he well, I see. Gray pointed out something in the text that 
He says Mike Evans dropped at least four passes. I don't think it was that much, but the combination of the overthrows and the high pride or high level pressures that our offensive line have, were, was giving up today. And you got to make some of these catches like the, the pass in, in overtime to Peyton Barber. I understand that was a high fastball. It was Colin Smith. I think was it okay. It was okay. You're right. It was Smith. You got to catch that. Like you I understand do. it was, it was a bullet, but it hits you in the hands. Okay. No, 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 Nick, Nick brings up a good point because there were there were a few Evans passes that that did hit him in the hands that he should have caught. Where it was Evans coming back to the ball, the ball was a little high, but he mm-hmm. still probably mm-hmm. should have caught it. But I, I mean, I think what Anthony's talking about is is there was two two in particular the fourth quarter two two plays where Evans was like way overthrown and it would have been a touchdown. It would have been a clear touchdown. The game was over at, at that point, um, but it, it just didn't happen. So. Uh, I mean, everybody wants to compare him to, to the greats and say that he's going to be one of those guys. He's going to be a top five quarterback. Top five quarterbacks make that throw consistently. Tom Brady, name anybody in that in that elite group. Aaron Rodgers, they're going to hit that throw. They might miss it every once in a while, but it's rare when they do. It makes you go, oh, shit, he missed that. Derek, wow. Derek Carr. Yeah, he usually doesn't okay. miss that. Derek yeah. Carr makes that to throw. It, to put it into kind of some kind of perspective, if... Okay, so there's still a lot of football left to be played today, but the Patriots are done. So you mentioned Tom Brady. So if Tom Brady had overthrown somebody on a clear-cut touchdown pass, it would have been a highlight on ESPN about, whoa, what's going on in New England? And I guarantee you the play that we're discussing right now or the two or three plays that we're discussing right now won't even make our highlight clip. Nope. Well, it's coachable. You know, the, 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 that that sort of thing is coachable. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. I've said that before on this podcast. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. Now he needs to get it into the hands of the receiver. So that is a coachable thing. It is still year two. Let's. I mean, let's add that caveat as well. I mean, yeah. it, it's year two, so he has time mm-hmm. to fix that. And uh, you know, he's not on. He's not on the hot seat by any means, but. It's a concern. It's a it's a huge concern, and he's got to start making those plays. He's got to start making those, or else, or else, what are we doing with Jameis? What are we doing? You know, it, 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 he had chances to win the ball game. Even even as simple as that third down and three play in overtime, where he just he just missed high. I think it was on either Luke Stocker or Camden Bray, something like that. But he just missed high, and we had to punt. Like if he made, you know. Simple things like that, like it's it's it's, you know, since that since that Russell Shepard touchdown, he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same the entire game. That's inexcusable. I I just I don't get it. Like he looked in like for once he gets off to a fast start. He looks great, and I'm thinking, oh man, the offense is gonna really click today against a really horrible defense. By the way, a bottom five defense yep. in the league. The offense is going to click today. We might actually have that shootout that we talked about last week of maybe being a possibility. You know, this could be fun. Hopefully, Winston will have a big day, and then he fades into nothing. Yeah, maybe for, we maybe the whole game, rest of the game, nothing, and then that then Aguayo misses a fucking extra point again, and then again. Winston brings us all the way back, makes a you know gets us in the end zone again. The Cameron Bray, beautiful throw. And then gets a nice two-point conversion to Evans and ties it up. And I'm thinking, all right, that's great. That's a moment for him. That's something that we need. Progress. And he fades again. Yep. Like, what the... F- what? 
why why is he so inconsistent? I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, maybe we I'm don't wondering. want him to start. I'm genuinely wondering if his the play calling from Dirk Cutter is starting to have a mental effect on Jameis Winston's I mean I've gone back and forth with this. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know, man. Like this this is a, this is such a strange thing because on one hand, like I said earlier in the podcast, I like I, I had it out with a couple fans about being too conservative before the half. Uh, but on the other hand, he's kind of not trusting Jameis Winston to to just go out there and throw the ball like he did a little bit last year. Like it's, I I can't explain it. But I mean, look at the way that the play calling went for at the end of the first half and at the end of the game today. Like it was conservative, run the ball, let the clock run out, and just fuck. Like let the chips fall where they may. Like that. I, I don't know if that's I, a good idea. To add on to that, like I see. I think we were playing for a fucking tie at the end of that OT. I really do. We were. I think that's what we were playing for. What the, What the fuck are you doing, man? What is that play calling? What? I don't. I don't get it. I just. I, I don't understand anymore. I don't get it. That was bad. I, I mean, I, I'm. I'm giving. I'm giving. I. I'm giving in. So whatever the Bucks, whatever the fuck they want to do for the rest of the year, whatever. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I can't <laughs> this, do it anymore. This is why I wanted the hot take, or the, the not the hot take, but the Rapper React podcast, because this is like the hottest takes you're going to get, baby. Uh, we got some hot takes coming in on Twitter. Uh, Jared Knight says, Dirk's play calling was soft late in fourth and OT. And then Keith uh, Boyker, Ber- Bor- Borker said, uh, Winston has regressed, regressed. Secondary is still trash. Aguayo is a bust. The Glaciers don't care to have a winning franchise. And Dirk coached not to lose rather than coaching to win. Um, so there's j- just some hot takes that are coming in through Twitter right now. Um, I guess we can we can touch on a, another rookie that had a horrible day today. That's Vernon Hargraves. Uh, he was toast today. Uh, and that's coming from somebody. I love that. I love that guy a lot. I thought, I think he's a great player, but Amari Cooper just completely destroyed him today. Yeah. VH3 uh, was an, a, a, an embarrassment today. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just, he looked rattled. He made one great play early on a pass breakup. And after that, it was, it was just curtains. They, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. Amari Cooper's a goddamn monster. <laughs> I wish we had two good receivers like that, but we only have one. You know, maybe that's maybe that's another thing too. You bring up a good point with the receiver thing, Anthony, and, and that we, you know we 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 still don't have anybody around Winston uh, for him to really throw to. Um, so you know, maybe that's the thing. Not to not to to shoehorn the offense back into the thing. Yeah, VH three bad game. Amari Cooper was everywhere. So was Michael Crabtree. I mean, but it's like we knew this. We knew this going into the game. Like Oakland's offense is a fucking juggernaut. Like we we knew that uh, it, it was going to be really tough. To uh, to 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 overcome their offense, and we were going to have to take advantage of the 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 opportunities that we were given, and we definitely did not do that. We definitely didn't do that. Not we even close. No pressure. I mean, no consistent pressure anyway from our front four. Their car was back there making a pub sub. Mm-hmm. Even even when we sent an extra, uh, even when we sent the extra fifth guy, it was still nothing. It was had to Hatton. Let's throw to Cooper. And it's just, like this team fades. So ridiculously quickly because like Noah Spence had a great play early to strip the ball, get a strip sack, get a turnover, and then we turned it into points. And then nothing. Nothing. The whole, and the whole team, they just fade into obscurity as the game goes. I don't get it. I don't understand why. Why don't we ever like we have good moments and then never build on those moments? No, they we just, don't. That, that, that's your good moment. 
there's your one good moment. Like that, that, it seemed like it seemed like for a second the offense came alive in that fourth quarter when Adam Humphreys, you know, had that that big run after the catch, and then we 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 scored the touchdown to Cameron Bright right after that. You know, it seemed like okay, you know, we finally got our bearings back, and we're going to take over this game. And no, <laughs> like no, womp, not even a little womp. bit. <laughs> like, womp, womp. like, like think about it. Vern did the same thing. Great play, great play in the end zone to prevent a touchdown. A beautiful pass breakup. Rest of the game gets torched. Mm-hmm. There's like every player on this team gets one good moment, and then that's it. Well, you know what? I think yeah. even Chris Conte. <laughs> if I had to award a star to anybody on this team, I think I would award a star to Noah Spence. He had a great game. This game, he was he was uh, he was in Derek Carr's face a lot. He sniffed out a lot of screen plays. I thought that he was the shining star on our defensive line this game, and maybe even Robert Ayers uh, and then Jared McCoy at a, you know, at a, at a distant third. Um, I hate to say this, but maybe the punter anger. He had a, anger was great. Yeah. Brian anger did it. Had a great game this game. Um, you know, Adam Humphreys, uh, you know, did, did what was required of him this game. I think he's mm-hmm. becoming, he's becoming, you know, somebody who I'd like to see on the team next year. Um, yeah. Reliable hands, good route running. Yeah. Russell. We're Shepard. cutting a glile, right? God damn it. We, no. We got to do something about this, man. This We're is cutting the, him, aren't we? No. No, we need to, but we won't. He was, he was, he was, had a notebook before the game taking notes of where divots are in the field. Yeah. That's that. If that isn't overthinking it, then what the fuck? Like, if, like, it, uh, don't uh, worry about the dents on the field. Okay. Let, let me, let me put the, let me, let me, uh, let me, let me play this out for you guys uh, and relate this to myself. I, you know, I, I play softball with Nick's little pitch softball and um, you know, it's, it's a fun, so it's basically the same. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> this is, it's a fun game to play. I like, I like playing slow pitch softball, but what I like doing is I like going out there with my friends and you know, we just pitch balls to each other. We just go out there and we hit balls. And when I'm doing that, I'm fucking, uh, you know, I'm goddamn Mark McGuire. Like I'm, I'm hitting them all over the field. I'm like dropping them in. Like they're just like I'm, I'm a goddamn wizard when it when it comes to practice. I'm just you know I'm hitting them all over the field. But when it comes to the game, I get up there and suddenly it's you know it's it's three to two, and I'm nervous and you know they're pitching to me. Everybody's you know come on Kyle, let's go baby. Come on, just see, see a strike, and I strike out. In slow pitch softball, I strike out. Why? Because I'm overthinking it. I'm like, oh god, I got to do good here now, and I and I, and I strike out. It's the same thing with Aguayo, where he's just like, oh god, oh Jesus, like there's a divot. I got to do this, and the, the wind trajectory, like he's just not, had, he's not going out there I, and kicking. I I had a similar thought during the game because like even the one he made, like he, he was, he like took something off of it. It seemed like almost on that field goal and like it went in. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day, but right. still like, I, I just had a similar thought. Like when someone's telling you to correct something in sports, especially like a swing, like in baseball, you start focusing so much on correcting that, that the rest of your swing just falls apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. like, and that's just what it seems like with him. Like, he's like, okay, gotta whatever kicker terminology you want to use. I don't know, swing the leg better this way or whatever. And he's just like, he's just he's so in his own head. 
that he can't he can't do anything. He sucks. Well, again, I think I think it's very easy to apply baseball uh, 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 analogies to this because it's the same sort of uh, you know idea like a, a hitter's swing. If he just starts thinking about some dumb hitch in his swing and he tries to correct that, then he overcorrects and he he, he messes the rest of his swing up. So it's the same deal with, with, with uh, Aguayo. Like. <sighs> And it's ridiculous. We 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 lost this game in overtime. And if you think about the extra point that he missed, where you know where would this game be? <laughs> Over an hour earlier, <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's it's um he was drafted for us to avoid these situations. We are not avoiding them. Uh, that he makes these situations. And then, at, uh, you know, on a macrocosm, at, at, you know, it, it, at a 1,000-foot view, what is this doing to the rest of our offense? Is this the reason why Dirk Cutter is a little bit more conservative going into the half? Because maybe he just he doesn't trust his kicker. He doesn't trust his quarterback. So why fucking risk it? Why risk going down the field? Maybe if he had, maybe if he had an automatic kicker that, that okay, all I got to do is get to the 46 and we can just kick the field goal. Like maybe he would take that chance at the end of the game, but what has he got to work with? He's got a he's got a quarterback that's overthrowing guys, and he's got a kicker that can't seem to m- make anything, or, or, or who's just unreliable. He can't he just can't he can't trust the guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely inf- affecting the play calling, and if we're being serious, that's a huge part of the game. It's not just missing an extra point here or missing a field goal here. It's changing how Dirk Cutter sees the field and how he's going to work his offense. I mean, yes, we've had to deal with injuries, and yes, we've had to deal with inconsistent play from certain aspects of our offense, but you always pretty much assume at the beginning of every game, all right, reset, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, you know, all right, guys, get your timing down, and and we'll go from here. There seems to be no reset for Aguayo. Like, we're going into the next game and all we're going to be talking about is you remember that extra point you missed? Yeah, we lost that game. And that, and it, it just seems to carry on and carry on. I, 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 I'm still at a loss for words, I guess, when right. it comes to just all the things about this game that made me upset. Well, if you're at a loss for words, throughout it, Keith, Keith comes in again. He says, hot takes schedule 16 road games. Uh, and it, or wait, wait, hold on. No, no, I don't get what he's saying. He says, hot take, schedule 16 road games, then we'd finally have a winning record. Oh, I see what he's saying, yeah. yeah we're bad at home. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing. Dirk Coder talking about that we they need the fan support. Fuck yourself. You want the you want the fan support? You better start winning at home. You fucks. Yeah, I saw. For couple... God's sake, we're 0 three again at home. Didn't we love his first year? We go 0 and eight at home. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. You know, I and. and <laughs> And, and a bunch of fans before the game were getting all butthurt because some some Raiders uh, beat reporter was uh, was trashing our attendance, or he, I guess he was kind of trashing our, the attendance, but just kind of kind of kind of talking the truth and just saying that like there's not a whole lot of Tampa Bay fans there, and they were like, oh, blah, 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 blah. like no, no, he's right, man. Like we suck. The, the fans are apathetic. They, they're not showing up to games. Like yeah, of course there's a you know of course one, number one there's a lot of empty seats, and number two there's probably a lot of Raiders fans there. Like. Yeah, that's that we we're, we're bad. We're a bad team. That's what happens when you're a bad team. Yeah, it's it's not even a question anymore. I remember a few weeks ago we were discussing, you know, well, good teams beat teams that they're supposed to beat and so on and so forth. No, we're a bad team. Like the Raiders had a historically bad day 
penalty wise and we still couldn't get out of our own way uh how is that even possible like how like how is it even possible like uh, the raiders by a good team the raiders would have got blown out so obviously yep. we're not a good team like dick said no no we're not i mean i i thought we won i thought we win this in a close game. So, I mean, the game went how I thought it was going to go up until the point where we actually lost it. So, I mean, had we have won the game, we're having a different conversation at this point. I know. Granted, still, granted, like, still, uh, still, still criticism on, you know, everybody who we criticized so far. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, Derek Shortbell, he uh, he says right now that uh, the loss is squarely on Dirk Cutter. Uh, why didn't we do a no huddle where Jameis is at his best? Uh, he says situational football uh, is bad in Cutter's system, uh, playing for overtime. And he says running the draw on first and 10 was one example uh, on your own side of the field of just bad play calling by uh, Dirk Cutter. So hot takes there coming in left and right. Play calls. I'm, I mean, you got to admit, guys, watching we all watch the same game. We kind of wondered why the overtime play calling went the way it did. Just because, I, no, oh, sorry. no, no, no. I was just gonna say I, I'm kind of curious as to what you guys' opinions were on the three and out the first play calling selection because that looked like Jameis Winston didn't throw the ball where he needed it to, rather than the bad play call because second and third down the receivers were open. I've got to take well, I've got to take on this, uh, okay. Anthony. I'd like you to go go ahead go first and and give yours, but I, I have my own take on it. Okay, well, I was just going to say that I, I think Coder's offense lends it to, uh, like, kind of dinking and ducking, dunking, and then taking a few shots. Like, that's what it seems like. Like, it's just run the ball, throw a little short, couple short passes, and take a few shots. Uh, and, yeah, I think you're right, Nick. I, I just, I think Winston just wasn't connecting on the plays that he did call for him, especially late in the game. And that just goes back to what we were talking about. He, he just faded. From the second half on, it seemed like we abandoned the style of play that won us the last two games, and that we we were just we were way pass heavy. Like we were we were we weren't uh, forcibly establishing the run with Jaquez Rogers or or whomever else that's back there. I have no I, I have no idea. I'm a Bucks fan. I don't know who the fuck's running the ball for us. Jaquez Rogers and a bunch of jabronis. But we still weren't we still weren't forcing that issue to, to establish that run, which sets up the play action, which just which is like the bread and butter of our offense. Uh, we weren't doing that in the second half. Why? I don't know. We were we, we were only tied and maybe at the most down seven. That's no reason to just fuck it. Fuck it. We're passing. Don't yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I don't, the play call. Yeah. I don't know why that happens. Like we're it's a, down seven or down 10, whatever, like stick to the goddamn game plan. You're still in this game. Like don't, I don't get that at all. I, I, I feel like we completely abandoned that, that, that whole strategy in the second half. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, Okay, I guess this is a better question for you. Like, instead of going that stupid route that, you know, did the Oakland Raiders win this game or the Bucks lose it? I don't know. Both games. Like, you could tell even by the refs, with the way they were calling the penalties by the end of it. They're like, God, guys, stop. Please. I don't want to do this anymore. My <laughs> yeah. arm hurts from throwing that flag. That was unbelievable, man. I, could, I, liked, I Like, as a... 
as a Bucks fan who's kind of experienced that kind of a game before, I'm just like, oh man, that's like oh, uh, weird seeing it from this side. But the, the frustrating thing is they were giving the fucking game to us. They were like, here you go. There's another 15 yarder. It's third mm-hmm. and 17. Like, and then. Oh God. Janet, that's when, another thing, man. You, here's the thing. You know, when the Raiders are in like third and 15, I shouldn't be thinking, oh, I hope we can stop them. I hope, you I hope exactly. we can get off the field Absolutely. on third and 15. Because I think that every time that they have a third long, I'm like, oh, here comes like a fucking throw right for the middle of the tight end for 20 yards. Like, it, fuck. Well, even worse than that, insult to injury. I mean, when, when when Janikowski misses that second field goal at midfield, I'm like, all right, this is our game to win. This is it. We we, we won the goddamn game. We got to make two first downs and go kick a field goal. That's it. That's, it. that's, that's it. what we're going to do. And no, we couldn't even make a first down. It was a three and out. Ooh. What the fuck? Like, what? Did we even get a yard? No. Uh, I, I think we might have gotten like three. I don't know. I don't know exactly. But yeah, that was uh, that was ridiculous. All right. Um, we could uh, start wrapping this one up at 30 minutes. We're gonna talk unless anybody. About, we're gonna talk less about a loss than we did a win. I know. Isn't <laughs> that, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. How much can we sit on here, bitch? I think we. I think we got everything out, right? Yeah, yeah. Bucks. I'm I'm satisfied with my venting. I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed yeah. in you, Bucks. Yeah, you know, by the end of this game, my thought process was more: Can you just beat us? <laughs> Honestly, because with three minutes left in overtime, and the way we were calling, like we were, we we're playing prevent defense, we we're just letting them get down the field, almost like. Well, they need more than three points to beat us. Dude, and there was there was a formation. I saw Vern like with a ten yard cushion, it looked like on Amari Cooper. I know exactly what play you're talking about. And yeah. why? And what why? the fuck is that? I think you know, you know, Anthony, uh, you know how uh Lightning Twitter sort of has this joke about orange slices after the game. Yeah. I think uh I think I, I think uh not Akeem Spence, but um uh, Noah Spence get orange slices. And uh, uh, Brian Anger gets orange slices, and nobody else. Nobody fuck else. Fuck everybody else. Two, two people get orange slices. Everybody else, go fuck yourself. Sit in the back of the sit in the back of the bus. Sit in the back of the plane. Yep. Brian Anger, <laughs> Brian Anger, and and Noah Spence to the front. You get orange slices, and you get to watch Finding Nemo on the way home. Everybody else, you get you get to watch game film. They're not having any. Yeah, you're not having nothing. You, you you fucked up, okay? I'll get the fly home coach. This ridiculous. We ridiculous Even that we we couldn't put any pressure on, on on Derek Carr this entire game. Ridiculous that we had to. We couldn't rely on our kicker, and ridiculous that we had so many opportunities on offense that we just could not capitalize on, and that's just. It was woeful. It's woeful. Woeful game. Should have won it. Should have won the game. We had we had so many opportunities and we just did not do it. And it, it, I just want to leave on this final thought. If you're uh, if you're out there and you're looking for an NFL team, and uh, you really want to get emotionally invested in a franchise, uh, don't pick this one. Pick somebody else. I am still so, still emotionally invested. I was very I was very nervous this game. Uh, you know, 
I, I was scaring my girlfriend, which I, I tend to do, of just like, you know, making a lot of loud noises and, 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 and praying and putting my hands together and saying, please, Jameis, please come through. And he didn't. Didn't me come saying, through. come on, defense, well, clapping like they can hear me. Yeah. Well, I, I'm still emotionally invested. I just I just don't want anybody else to go no, through this pain. No, any new incoming guys just being like, hey, this is a team close to the surface, right? No, no, no. No. Go away. I mean, after that, no, leave. This is not the these are not the droids you're looking for. After yeah. that second Janikowski miss, I, I went I went nuts because we had the ball in midfield. All we had to do was make a first down, maybe two, and kick Three a field down. goal. And we went to... <sighs> oh, God. Oh, God. And, and, and after that long marathon of a game, we have a short week. Four the... days to get ready for Atlanta on Thursday night. You no, know, if we would have you know, won, won that game... If we would have won this game, we we would have a winning record going to Atlanta on a Thursday night at home, which usually favors the home team, and it would have been a huge game. Now, now, I don't know, man. Falcons are on the rise. We beat them in the first week, but they figured us out in the second half of that game. So, uh, <laughs> we we, we, next, we suck. Is at that home. game even gonna sell out? Probably not, man. Why, um, why? And why should it? It shouldn't. Look at look at the bullshit that the NFL is producing. You know, like. This game, this game was awful. Yeah, to watch. Thursday night terrible. Like, uh, if I wasn't a Bucks or a Raiders fan, this game was a terrible game. Who wants to watch the league's, you know, the the a, a team break the penalty record in the NFL and and win and win and over? Uh, this was a te- this was an awful game, and it's going to be. That's what I'm over. saying. The whole game. It, this is terrible. And like, it, look, if you're going to look me straight in the eye, we lose. Tell me that you would take. I'm sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, I was. I thought your mic cut out for a second. I didn't hear you. Uh, um, if you still have a point, go on. I was just just saying that this is the Bucks' life. This is us winning new and fantastic ways, or losing in new and fantastic ways. Yep. I, I, I'm just saying, if you're gonna look me straight in the eye and tell me that you're not gonna take that Clemson FSU game last night over anything that was on TV this today, to be quite honest with you, especially the tie in London this morning, fuck yourself. Yep. The NFL is terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. And if you don't have a favorite team, there's no reason to watch it. I will take I will take Clemson. I will take Clemson and FSU. I will take that game over any fucking NFL game that I see today. I really will. I mean, it's it, it, the product is awful. Yep. Mm, yeah. I mean, so far what I've seen has been shit. All right, guys. Let's get we're, we're done here. Yeah. We've got the hot takes out. I feel better. I actually do feel better. Me too. I've got it all out. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get something to eat and, and cry some more in the truck. Yeah, I'm gonna have another now, beer as soon as we're done. Lightning play tonight, so you know what? I'm gonna take my goddamn Bucks jersey off. I'm gonna put my Lightning Stamco shirt on. I'm gonna put my goddamn Lightning hat on, and let's go Bolts. Let's like somebody make us proud. I know you just lost the last two. That's fine. I don't care. You're the Bolts. You're you're a great team. You can lose two in a row. I don't care. I have confidence in you. Let's go Bolts tonight. Yep. I, I, I'm putting my bolt shirt on. Take a look. Here's my. This is my Bucks hat right here. This is my, this is my Bucks hat. Fuck this hat. <laughs> Fuck that hat. Putting the bolts hat on. <laughs> okay. Kyle just has many hats by him at all times. Actually, Kyle is a hat guy. Yeah, I was gonna say Nick. Capri, <laughs> I, I do have a lot of hats. Anyways, um, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, this, this was great. I, I legitimately do feel better. I feel like I, I've talked about it, and I, now I can kind of go about the rest of my day. So. Uh, I feel yep, good. Kyle usually yells at his wall instead. 
<laughs> I'm usually just silent. I'm just silent. I'm, I'm brooding. So this is good. Brooding. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, that was the uh, Rapid React podcast. Thank that, thanks to uh, everybody that, that joined in. Andrew Grape Welsh, Keith, uh, 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 Derek Sharpel, Jared Knight. Um, if I'm missing anybody, I love you. But uh, thanks, everybody, for and listening. remember, we're going to do this next week, too. So after the Bucks game next week on Thursday, Rapid React. Rapid React. Yep. It's going to be a late one, but we'll, we'll be there. Or maybe, maybe we do uh, Even if it's just a... Okay, you don't want to do that. All right. Don't listen like, to me. I don't know what the scheduling well, is. I'm just saying, like, yeah, maybe we we'll do it for. Uh, there, there's some. There, there might be some issues with that next week, but okay. Rap and react. We'll, we'll talk about that. That's not podcast talk. We're gonna find a way to get you some hot takes next week. Okay, that's that's the long and short of it. Yep. So, uh, rap react for uh, uh, for the rap react podcast. I've been Kyle. Sorry, my mic was off. I'm Nick, <laughs> and I'm Anthony. <laughs> See you guys. Hopefully next week. Bye.